This one-on-one -on -one lesson with a student goes over his personal needs for meditation, particularly maintaining focus and letting go of frustration to achieve better balance personally and better performance in sport. Have a seat, bro. Just show me. Yeah, the meditations are sometimes one, sometimes... Well, before, actually, we were getting loads, but I stopped the classes for about a month, so they died down. When you went away? Yeah. Oh, and I moved, went away and moved, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't care. As long as there's one, we get content. You know what I'm saying? Before we start, though, since it's just you, I can make it your meditation. What's your interest in actually doing meditation? My interest is to have a bit more of a calming effect on my everyday life, mm -hmm. but also to improve my concentration yep. um, at work, but also um, when I play tennis. Yep. As I mentioned, doing competitive tennis, yep. I think I beat myself at times yep. with not being so calm and focusing on past yep. mistakes, yep. which... When you're, when you're playing, mm -hmm. you've got to keep looking forward to the next point, and yep. that's something that I don't think I've instilled in my game yep. very well mm -hmm. at all. So. Okay, that's interesting. The three things you want all start with C: calming, concentration, and competition. Yeah. <laughs> the three C's of Anton's meditation. Okay, well look, that's absolutely achievable. The First two are definitely from consistent, all of them are from consistent practice, but the last one I think is also about um, understanding the theory and the concepts behind it as well, as opposed to just the practice. So what I mean is, is I'm trying to let go of a past mistake in a game so that you can focus on the moment and be Zen mode. Um, I think that is more of a level of understanding as opposed to just having good concentration or being calmer. Yeah. Because I think the more you meditate, the more, I know, sorry, you'll start to be more calm, more conscious, be able to get into that mode, and that will help for the competitive side. To, but letting go is about understanding concepts that will allow you to do that. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, the fastest way for you to actually start letting go of the past using your words especially in competition but also in life is having an intention of how you'd like to be does that make sense yeah, yeah. so how you'd like to be mentally emotionally and spiritually uh, whether that's kind loving peaceful present zen enlightened whatever yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, I would personally pick one because having that direction for your mental, emotional, and spiritual life, knowing that you want to be uh, peaceful or whatever, or Zen, whatever it is, uh, allows the things which block you from that to come into your awareness and then let, then give you the ability to let go of them. If you're just like, yeah, I want to not be angry, then the focus is on anger. But if you want to be peaceful, then you realize that anger and hatred and fear and doubt are the blockages to your goal. So what I'm getting at here is that you setting your high intention for your mental and spiritual life, knowing where you want to go with that, 
allows you to remove the blockages to it because it's not really an adding calmness or adding whatever you because calmness may be your high intention, I don't know. It's a subtraction of the blockages and the weights. Uh, were you brought up Catholic? Yeah. Okay, so you may have heard this in, in church, you know, uh, uh, I must decrease, he must increase. It was one of Christ's sayings, meaning, you know, this personality on the day-to-day -day grind must decrease in its influence of my uh, being. And he, universe, God, spirit, call it what you will, must increase. Yeah? So it's like, it's a, it's a subtracting of the negative, which leads you to the positive, as opposed to an adding of the positive. Does that make sense? Let me put it another way. Let me put it another way. That's right. Let me put it another way. Let you you're you're in the ocean. Yeah. You're swimming. You're underwater, yeah. and you got weights on you. You want to go up, but you can't because yeah. you're too heavy. Okay. You've got to cut the weights off so that you can go up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So w what I would do if I was you, in order to get that whole picture in place, the the calmness, concentration, and the you know competition meaning letting go of the past and being more present for that i'd set an intention for your life i want to be x whatever that is for me it's unconditional love and maybe later in life i'll think about enlightenment for me unconditional love is like what the christ was teaching in his example and in his teachings you know like to love all no matter what under all circumstances and for me, it's like that's already quite a big thing to reach for that. Yeah. And then I think the next step would be enlightenment, like what the Buddha was teaching, you know, yeah. to be like, not that the Buddha is better than Christ or, or worse. I think Christ was also teaching enlightenment. I think Buddha was also teaching unconditional love. But um, I feel like that's the Mother Teresa is like unconditional love. You know, I feel like she kind of reached that crazy ass level in, in what she was doing as a person, right? Like working with lepers on a yeah. daily basis, I'm like, yeah. fuck, you've got to be super unconditionally loving to do that. And it'd be cool to reach that level. Yeah, yeah. But enlightenment for me, from what my understanding is, that's just like realizing your God self and nature. Like you become at one with God and you're like literally tanked up to the max. And I feel like that's such a high aim that um, I'm just going to go for like the silver medal first, <laughs> if that makes no, sense. No, that's pretty high enough as it is, the way it sounds anyway. Like we've spoken earlier about this stuff, like it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to reach it, but at least it's yeah, something yeah. to aim at, you know? Cool. All right, since it's your first, it's your first time meditating? Um, with you, yeah. You've um, done... I've tried uh, probably two or three times. Yeah. Different classes. Apps or cl classes. classes. Oh, yeah. nice. And what did yeah. you do in the classes? I remember one of them, uh, one of them probably the most. I went to a couple of classes actually here in Chatswood as well, um, in the Dorothy Center. Yep. Um, this couple was running a course, and what I remember from until I kind of stopped doing it was focusing a lot of um, breathing, focusing on your breathing, and really like feeling it as you inhale and exhale. Um, That's good. And trying to, which was which I found very hard, and which. I think everyone found it very hard trying not to think about anything. Okay. Like, that was a part of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, trying to, I think, 
and all right. That was something they said for you to do, to not think about anything? Yeah, to try and let, just let thoughts come in. Don't think about what you need to do tonight or tomorrow. Okay, okay. Focus on your breathing. Okay, gotcha. I'd, I'd play the opposite, actually. Like, I think I agree with them on the breathing point. Did they charge you for the course? No. It was a free course? Okay, good on them. I like them more now. Um, I agree on the side of breath. I don't agree on the side of not trying to think anything because it's not fucking possible. Like maybe when you're at a high fucking consciousness yeah. level like the Buddha or Christ that you can do that. But the mind's function, or at least the intellectual mind of a human at our level, is to think. When you try to stop at thinking, what that does, it in turn creates frustration because you can't stop thinking and then you give, the, give up and stop meditating because you just can't do it. Because I meet heaps of people that are saying, I just can't not think. I'm like, good, that's, you're not supposed to not think yet. What I would suggest is that you just let it think. What I mean is your thoughts happen autonomously. You're not trying to think. Yeah. They just happen. Yeah. It's like your heart. It just beats. So let the function of the human machine continue. Yeah. And just in a way they're all right because you just want to focus back to what you're doing. But I wouldn't judge yourself that I'm thinking now. I'd let it think and just be okay, that's happening. More of an observation perspective of oneself as opposed to a controlling, I'm trying to control my thoughts and stop them thinking. I'm trying to, you get it? Because I feel that that mindfulness is a word for it, that kind of self-observation or that contemplativeness is much more useful at the beginning. And to take a step back to the, the, the real root of it, if you want to develop calmness and concentration through meditation, the number one step and key, which I say all the time, is just developing a habit. Not the quality, not the quantity, not how good it is, not how much you think. It's just that you do it. I don't give a fuck how good it is. I don't, even if it's like literally the worst meditation ever and you ended up like kicking someone in the face. Like, I prefer, yeah, I prefer you did the meditation and it wasn't good, then not did it. And that's why I try to personally in my coaching and working with people, I always try to make it really simple to start. Really simple. I usually suggest, you know, two minutes a day of something really simple like what Steve and Mary were teaching you. I don't know what their names were, but um, breathing is usually a good one. Um, how did you feel with the breathing meditation? Um. It was actually pretty good. Like when you when you sit there and there's silence, and you are trying to focus on breathing, um, you actually, I naturally personally felt um, pretty relaxed, not instantly but pretty quickly. Yep. Um, and relaxed and calm. I'd yep. Say. Um, okay. Yeah, and obviously, I kind of tend to agree. Maybe with what you've said now about thinking because that that's just I found that too hard definitely yeah. especially for yeah. early stages of yeah. classes like um, I, I couldn't at, yeah especially at the beginning it's kind of like yeah. telling you hey just stop your heart from beating yeah yeah so you know? <laughs> that, that, that I couldn't really put into practice yeah like oh, my mind at the best of time yeah. races with a yeah, I think that's a fucking mistake of many meditation teachers of telling people, oh yeah, you stop your thoughts. Mm. Bullshit. Mm. 
I fucking bet you their fucking thoughts are running too. I bet you their mind runs throughout the meditation as well. So don't fucking bullshit people to sound like you're a Buddhist master. Fuck off. I mean, try to be as real as possible so that someone can grasp it and actually implement it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what I'm going to suggest, knowing you and knowing, lucky it's just us, and I can give like a prescription just for you, so to speak, what I'd do if I was you, and I give this to most people, to be honest, is set an alarm in your phone for two minutes before you're gonna actually get up and function. So if you get up at seven, set it for, set it for 6.58 for every day, yeah? yeah? On the weekends, maybe you sleep in, it doesn't matter, but just you don't have to be anywhere. So for that first two minutes, do the breathing meditation. I'll do one with you now. And what that'll do over 30 to 60 to 90 days, it'll set a habit. And then outside of that two minutes a day, do other meditations, do the longer ones, do fun ones, play around with it, make fun of it. But you want to build that habit because from that habit, you can expand to doing five minutes, to 10 minutes, to 20 minutes, and then up yeah. to an hour. So for me, every morning I do half an hour at least now, but I've built that up for the last decade from, yeah. from and before that failing for years to actually have a habit to then realizing, oh, start small. It's the same thing as like riding a bike. You don't straight away try to fucking do a try. What do you call it when you ride in like, like a marathon on a bike? Yeah. <laughs> Bicathlon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go straight to a bicathlon. Yeah. You get it. All right, let's do the meditation. What we're gonna do simply, bro, is that when you do meditate, you wanna try to keep your legs and arms uncrossed as much as possible. Yeah. If you feel uncomfortable, just move around. Uh, we're just gonna do a four, four, four breathing count. So breathe into four. Hold for four, breathe out for four. Breathe in for, and I'll guide you through it. Yeah. We have our friend here, so should we wait till she goes out? Nah, no, fuck it, let's just get started. All right, so start by closing your eyes. Just take some comfortable breaths. Don't worry about the count or anything, just breathe comfortably. Any sounds or noises outside of your space will help you to go deeper and deeper into your meditation. Every second that passes helps you to go deeper and deeper into a state of relaxation. Now bring your awareness to your breath. Just observe it. And we're gonna start breathing in a patterned way on a four, four, four count. Breathing in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. 
Now continue in your own rhythm. Gently bring your awareness back to your breath anytime it wanders. No stress or strain. Just conscious, comfortable breaths. Feel that with each breath you take, you go deeper and deeper into a state of relaxation. Your muscles, your bones, your joints, your whole body releases and relaxes. Your mind is calm. Your body relaxed. This four, four pattern of breathing you can do any time throughout your day. Once again, take some deep, conscious, and comfortable breaths. Feel your body. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. probably use that whole session as one macro because um, it'd be good for beginners because it's a very similar starting point for people is where they just want to be more calm more concentrated and and improve an area of their life it seems to be the kind of trifecta of people wanting to meditate uh, and I usually give the same advice so that would be good kind of content for that how's that bro yeah, simple. I don't. I'm not going to give you all the complex it's stuff. Still hard to. Um, I mean, even sticking to a rhythm, I, I felt I was drifting in and out. Of yeah. Different timings. Yeah. So when you started doing yeah. the four count. Yeah. I did it a couple of times. And I was like, no, nah, that doesn't feel. Yeah. The right tempo for me. And okay. I was changing it, and then I was like, the mind thing was like. Yeah. What's that sound? You know. Like, yeah. Shrugging. Yeah. There's a door going on. Yeah. Now, like I'm thinking what's happening around, yeah. The scene. I'm like, oh no, no, think about your breathing, yeah. Like, okay, got it. See, the, obviously, there's some residue of what you think you should be doing, 
you know, like how you think a meditation should be, you got to just, my opinion and how I like to approach it is that there's no should or shouldn't, it just is, and it's really experiential based practice. It's like that's happening as opposed to this should be happening. As soon as you get into this should be happeningness, you get that self-judgment thing going on, you get lost and none of it's wrong nor right. So everything that happened there, it's all good. All of it's good. Let it happen, you know. Um, it happens. It happens a lot in meditation. In, in life, in general, we got that you know that inner judge like fucking with us. You really want to kind of take a step outside of the inner judge. Let that inner judge chat and be like, "Fuck you, inner judge. Do your thing," because it's just you know noise. This has been the Seafood John Experience. If you love Sifu John and you want more, you can find him at sifujohn.com or follow him on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or on your favorite podcast platform 